You're listening to the Biz Library Podcast, a weekly discussion of important topics that affect both HR and learning and development professionals. Biz Library is dedicated to creating the best and most complete online learning solution that both engages employees and drives business results. For more resources like this podcast, be sure to head over to our website where you'll find up-to-date ebooks, infographics, and other resources, as well as SHRM and HRCI-approved webinars focused on creating better workplaces through great human resource practices and employee development. Hello and welcome to the Biz Library Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Smith, and today we're joined by Lisa Yankowitz. Lisa, first of all, thank you for taking time out of your day to meet with us. Thank you. Absolutely. Just so our audience gets a better idea of who we have the pleasure of speaking with today, Lisa Yankwitz is the workplace educator. She's been in the HR profession for almost 25 years. Her expertise is in harassment prevention, investigation, and in using soft skills to help people work better together within organizations. She's a certified Dale Carnegie instructor and employment lawyer, and she combines these various expertises into being into a workplace expert, finding issues that cause harassment in the workplace. Her perspective is that if she can teach people to work to respect each other and work together better, there will be fewer issues. Through Intrinsics, she uses information to create workforces that work great together. So Lisa, um, one of the reasons we had you on here, besides all your expertise, is that you did a webinar with us uh, about Intrinsics. So for our audience, can you kind of give us a rundown of, of what that was about, uh, sort of at a high level? So the, the workshop was focused on uh, achieving team performance, um, but our angle, if you will, is to do that in a respectful, healthy way. Um, you know, we think that so many organizations have been focusing on, you know, te- the idea of team performance and trying to achieve it and some ha- have achieved success. Um, I think for the short term, in, in many cases, we're seeing they can't maintain that level of success. Uh, some can't even find the level of success that they're looking for. They've got all the best equipment. They've got all the best software. You know, they've got the location and facility, but they can't get their people really working well together. And I think it's because we don't really always approach it in the right way. You know, we take often one size fits all solutions, if you will, and then apply them to everybody within the organization and think that it's gonna work, right? And so the idea of the workshop is to let, let folks know is don't not focus on team performance and helping making sure that people are all fully aligned on what it is that we're doing, but we need to take into account the individuals, right? The people that we are actually asking to do the job. You know, we think that and believe that everybody signs up to, to be a high-performing team member. We think that most people, I don't know if I can say all, um, after working and living for as long as I have, um, but I do think that most people really do come to work wanting to be respected, uh, wanting to respect others. They want to be engaged. They, I think most start out engaged. Uh, I think most start out wanting to be compliant, in a sense, with the organization and to you know, at the end of the day, be be satisfied with the, the work that they did, but they're not really recognized in the right way. Uh, we don't engage people in the right way. We don't hold people accountable in the right way if we even try to do that. And so if we do it in the wrong way, if we engage someone in the wrong way, you know, then we're, we're going to have the, the counterintuitive result, right? We will actually unintentionally disengage people, you know, or the people that are actually coming in and, and holding themselves accountable, you know, or looking for others to hold them accountable. If that's not taking place within the organization, at some point, those folks say, well, if, if others don't aren't held accountable, you know, why should I maintain the same level as well? You know, so we do so many things that don't actually make sense based on what we now know about human behavior. 
Uh, so the idea of the session was to take a lot of very general, typical ideas on in how to engage people generally and why that's so important and what happens if you don't. But then we add in the perspective of, you know, before you go to engage Derek, right, make sure you understand what Derek cares about and, and you know, what, De what motivates Derek, right? And if we can actually have him emotionally engaged because he's doing it because he wants to, not because he has to, right? You know, then we will actually absolutely have an individual who's looking to add more value to the team, right? And less stress, uh, more high performing. So it's the, the tailoring of the ideas of how do we engage somebody or how do we hold somebody accountable so that they are themselves high performing and then willing to work with others, right? To also make sure that they're high performing. That's the, that's the rub. Sure. So, uh, you said a lot of great things there, but for an organization, how do we scale finding those, if we're talking about tailoring a solution, how do we find the right size, so to speak, um, at scale for larger organizations? Well, I mean, when you say that, I, I guess the best thing I can think of is, do you, have you done an assessment of your organization first? And have you done a, a good assessment of your organization before you bring an initiative to the table? You know, do you really understand the organization and what makes sense? So, so, so maybe I'll give you even a, a specific example of an organization right now that I, that is really working at uh, not only m maintaining high performance levels but increasing high performance levels and making sure that they don't have burnout at the end of the day. I don't know if you've seen, but uh, World Health Organization has now classified burnout as a worldwide epidemic. You know, yeah. um, within organizations, right? So how do you avoid that? So. You know, we have an organization right now that is looking to have, you know, improved team performance within their organization. What's one of the first things that they did is they did an engagement slash climate survey. You know, they went to their workforce uh, and they spent time with what they were going to ask their workforce. Uh, and then they customized, you know, they didn't pull off the shelf. They customized an engagement climate survey for their workforce. And then they took, you know, they took the time to, to collect the data, to analyze the data, you know, and that was all done even independently of me and intrinsics. And so we are a part of their team performance initiative. So what are they doing now? So now they have everybody's colors within the organization and we've colorized those results. So now there's even more context to who said what and why, you know, and they can actually see, you know, whether by temperament, you know, are they meeting the needs of all of the oranges and the gold and the blue and the greens? You know, the people that care about competency and responsibility and freedom and fun and relationships. We all value different things. So now when somebody says, I hate this place or I love this place or I hate this leader, or, I love this leader. Now we have some more context to that. So they're then attaching that piece to it. And then, you know, not not only are they did they tailor all of that, but there's eight or nine divisions within this organization. Each division is not rolling out the same initiative, right? So, you know, myself and the internal HR and training leaders have been on in, uh, either face-to-face -face or on calls with the executive team, each leader of each of the divisions. I've been reviewing with my team their engagement climate results, right, and their colors of each division, you know, and we can literally see correlations. Um, and so we've had, uh, in some cases, extensive conversations with the leaders of each of the divisions. And so they are each doing development with their divisions on this idea of team performance, engagement, accountability, but they're each doing it in different ways. So uh, I want to jump a 
back a little bit and, and let's talk about those colors. Um, Intrinsics has, has recognized a few characteristics that almost everybody kind of embodies. Um, what are those for, for our listeners? So let me break it down. So so here's the, the short and easiest story, you know, especially for those that maybe weren't on the webinar uh, to, to hear the, the deeper dive uh, or, or not familiar with intrinsics. So if you've ever taken a personality assessment, it, it's similar to that. Uh, although we really do see uh, intrinsics and what we do with it really is a very different animal than what's out on the market. Uh, so most of the tools that are out there, they're great tools. I don't want to dispel, especially for individual development. But they focus on what people do, how they do it, behavior, personality, you know, the the kind of compilation of my nature and nurture, if you will, to, you know, on what people see on the outside. The with, with intrinsics, we're actually looking at temperament. Uh, we're looking at people's intrinsic values, their intrinsic hardwiring, uh, in terms of what people care about, what they value, therefore what their strengths are, therefore a predictor of behave a predictor of behavior. But now you can actually extrapolate into lots of different situations. So with this tool, we're looking at why people do what they do, not what they do, how they do it, to to really understand what's going on. So with intrinsics, we really see four, people have four different temperaments within each of us, within all of us. We have all four temperaments. We use colors to understand and remember uh, and apply this idea of temperaments, right? So four colors, blue, orange, green, and gold. Uh, and so again, each color represents a core temperament or values. So quickly running through it. So, you know, and I'll, I'll quickly step through it from a, a process-oriented color and a people-oriented color because it, it breaks down that way as well, right? So people that are super gold, Right, so you, you and I talked a little bit earlier, if you don't mind me sharing, and you said, you know, you've sure. cycled, especially in uh, one particular aspect of your life. So people that are super gold, right? They are, and, and you typically know these folks, right? You, you may not know it until I say this, but super gold people care about responsibility. That's their core value. You know, quality and timeliness. You know, and quite frankly, the more gold someone is, timeliness is typically on time, right? These are your dot your I's, cross your T's folks, you know, do what it is that you say you're going to do. And quite frankly, in organizations, especially if these folks are not in leadership roles, these are the more uh, rule follower types, you know, tell me what you want me to do, how you want me to do it, where you want me to do it. I'm here for you. You know what? I'm not here to make stuff up. You know, I'm here to get a job done uh, and to do it the, the way that you expect me to do it. So that's our super gold type individuals, right? I'll move almost to the opposite side of the spectrum. Someone that's super orange is all about freedom and fun. As a matter of fact, don't tell me what to do, how to do it, where to do it, when to do it, with whom to do it, right? Why have me there? You know, just let me know what you want me to get done. At the end of the day, you know, if there's any absolutes I have to follow, right, then get out of my way. You know, be bottom line oriented. I'm not worried about two years from now. I'm worried about right now, maybe tomorrow, just trying to get some results so I can go have some fun. You know, just trying to make some money, right? So I can go do what I want to do. You know, I only do what I have to do so that it helps me get to what it is that I want to do. You know, and, you know, I always tell folks, someone that's super orange, oh, by the way, it better be fun, right? And in a work-related situation, they don't want to do the same thing every day. They don't want to be kind of sitting there, dotting I's, crossing T's. They want to be out doing different things with different people, having a challenge, a, a little bit of a competition. Change for someone that's, that's super orange is a good thing. You know, whereas that other color of gold that I described, you know, likes kind of to have a set path and 
to have that stability and certainty of what it is that we're doing. So if you think of right there, team performance, you know, both of those individuals sign up to be super successful, high performing individuals, but they each have, because of their value base, they each have, they, they have the same idea of the vision, but they each have a very completely different idea about how to go about achieving those goals. And until or unless they talk about it, you know, we could have some, some, some tension, you know, so the other two colors, uh, the, I'll go to the process color. So someone who is super green cares about competency. That is their core value. You know, I am not going to speak. I'm not going to act until it's with really good data behind me. And it's, I've thought it all the way through to the, you know, logical conclusion. These are the big picture type folks. They're all about strategy. They're all about making sure that they've thought through, like I said, that what if process. This is your, your natural critical thinker, if you will, problem solver. Uh, it's very solution oriented. So unlike an orange who's very live in the moment, kind of me, 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 right? Whenever I say that, by the way, we're not only one color. Remember, oranges sometimes are like, well, that's not me. But again, we're not all uh, one color. Uh, but the very green individuals are looking down the road. Those are the ones that are looking five years, 10 years down the road, and especially from a business perspective. And to them, you know, anything veering off of the straight line, you know, is going to potentially set us back towards our, our future goals. Uh, and then we've got somebody that's super blue. You and I talked. We, we both have a super high blue. Uh, in our system, the highest number that you can get is a 24. means you're pretty extreme in that color. Uh, lowest number you can get is a 6, right? So I, I don't know if you remember what your first color is. I'm 24 blue, right? So super off the charts blue. So blues care about relationships. So if you think of greens that I just described, there's no crying in baseball, right? You know, it's all objective. We come to work to work, leave the drama at the door. You know, as blues, we're very emotional. It's feeling, it's caring, you know, and I care more about others than self. And, you know, I need people to be happy uh, and for there to be peace uh, and for people to be respectful in how they treat others. Uh, and if those things are not met in the workplace, then I'm potentially, you know, not a, a fully engaged individual. You know, so, you know, if you think of just the green and the blue individuals working together, sitting in a meeting, you know, greens want to talk about data. They want to talk about, you know, forward motion. They want to talk about very objective, uh, logical, analytical type things. And the blues are, you know, more interested in how what it is that we're doing is going to impact people and feelings. And has everybody had an opportunity to collaborate on what it is that we're doing? And, you know, they're, they're not really even in the same place. You know, how can they then be in the same place to really talk about the actual core issues? Gotcha. Um, I am only 12 blue, but it's my second highest. Okay, got it. Uh, so, yeah. So how do I, as a blue-orange type, like, how do I be managed? That seems like the hardest one for me because uh, as you're describing it, it doesn't always seem like super business-oriented. So uh, I like to think I am, but how do you manage me? <laughs> right. So how about this? So let me ask you a question about maybe what would might not work. So if I was if, if I was working on performance management, if I sat down, let's say you weren't on task. Let's even just start there for a moment because that's in a specific example. You're not on task. If I sit down with you and say, Derek, you know that the policy says, right, 10 widgets a day and the poly, I'm going to hold you to the policy. You signed off on the policy, 10 widgets a day. Is that doing anything for you? Uh, no. Probably not right now. I mean, and when I say that, I don't want to give anybody the idea that, you know, someone like myself, because I'm blue, orange or yourself, that we are not uh, caring about being a good employee and getting the work done. 
the idea is, is that unless your values are met, unless you feel valid, validated as an individual from a human behavior, human nature perspective, people don't dig in. They, they don't. So if your gold is third or fourth, let's say, you know, we're not going to see your gold. You, you know, head down, dotting I's, crossing T's potentially until, until unless you feel validated as an individual, right? That's just the way it is. So what would my coaching be? It would sit down and would be, you know, and it's very interesting, very process-oriented individuals. You know, once they really understand this, they come back and they say, wow, it really was as easy as this. It took a lot less time than I actually thought it was going to be to to manage or lead a very people-oriented person. You know, so I'd call you into the meeting and it would just go a little bit different, something more like, hey, Derek, how you doing today? Right? So everything going on, everything going well for you? You know, we haven't had a chance to talk, you know, um, wanted to catch up with you because I'm seeing some things in your performance that are not quite where they need to be. You know, help me understand what's going on with you. Just let it now. You and I could no. probably, if I actually let you play that out, you and I could probably kind of derail this whole podcast and talk <laughs> that whole thing through, right? Knowing our blue orange. But the idea is, is to get you to talk to me and and be and people that are super blue and blue orange are willing to be vulnerable, willing to be real, you know, share what's going on, hopefully quickly. So the idea of everybody learning the colors is you also understand what's going on and you're not going to spill it all for two hours, uh-huh. right? But so you bring me up to speed. So I say, look, I absolutely understand, you know, if there's nothing going on, you know, then I work with that. I'm going to say probably often if a blue orange person is not engaging from a green gold perspective, they're not being thoughtful and strategic and detail oriented. There's something going on either in their personal world or in their professional world and how they see things playing out in the workplace. So pull from you what's going on. You know, and really the the focus for you is not the policy says. Say, hey, Derek, I don't know if you realize, but when you don't get 10 widgets done an hour, your six other colleagues, you know, that come in and work the same hours of you are actually, I, I can see, by the way, people can't see our faces right now, but I can see Derek's face because we're kind of looking at each other. And I hit him, right? Did I get you? Right? Like. No, I, I, I- I was actually thinking when you said that policy one, I was like, what would get me? And I was like, you know what? If it was affecting my coworkers, I would definitely spend Right? So, hey, Derek, I don't know if you're actually realizing. I mean, I know you got a lot going on right now, and you and I could schedule some time or I could set you up with somebody to kind of work through that. But right now, you know, if you're not really fully focused, you know, your peers are actually picking up that slack. And, you know, Wendy and Bob and Joe are not able to get out of here on time. And, you know, like – that right there, you know, is what, and you just shared, I didn't even finish, is what kind of go, wow, you know what, I, I thank you. I needed somebody to kind of wake me up or that it all was not at all. I wasn't realizing it. That wasn't my intention, my bad. And you're back on track. Now I got to follow up with you if that's, of course, where, what, you know, what was needed as well. Uh-huh. But so it's the same message, really, to each individual um, but you have to know what they what they value. What do they care about? You know, what are the things that, quite frankly, that's not in their wheelhouse of 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 strengths and and what they care about? You know, if you can spin around and leverage what you know about them in a positive way, we can actually really help people mo- kind of from the inside uh, want to do better, not because we're you know dangling a carrot or telling them that they may get fired. Sure. Um, unfortunately, this has been such a great conversation. I hate to cut it short, but we are kind of getting close on time. Is there anything that you think our audience really needs to know about intrinsics and then also like, you know, building a workforce tailored uh, to who our individuals are? So, look, do something to take the general to the more specific, right? Tailor 
whatever your approach is throughout the organization. You know, find a way to help individuals understand themselves and others better. We contend that we have found a tool that helps you do this better than others. You know, 20 plus years, you know, I've seen lots of assessments. I've done most of them. Uh, I have trouble remembering them. Most people have trouble remembering them. M many of them take a long time to step through. Uh, you, you don't have a, a, a way to go back and see your results or the results of others. Uh, many don't actually help us understand the motivation of the why uh, or actually understand people in the different key life situations. So I would love people to, if you haven't already tried out the assessment, uh, we offer up people to, to take advantage of, of trying out the assessment uh, for yourself and you know even a few other colleagues within your business. You know, share it with others, uh, check it out. It takes just a few minutes to step through it by design. We've spent a long time to, to get it to that. Uh, you can do it on an iPad, a computer, uh, a phone as well. Uh, your results are real time. It brings you to your dashboard. Uh, anybody else within your organization uh, can then also, if their colors are there, you can see that those. You can see analytics and the color of teams and companies. Um, we have a patented uh, platform. Uh, we actually uh, just received our patent on the groups function and our contextualized function, uh, which is very unique in the industry. Uh, so really just encourage folks, try it out. Um, I don't know, Derek, what's the best way uh, for people to reach to me, reach out to me individually? I mean, what, uh, to, to uh, I could send, give them my email address, send them to the website. I don't know which way is you think is best. Either, Either one. one. I don't I want you to get, get flooded, flooded, but uh, ah. <laughs> So probably two different things. One, you know, would be to go to intrinsics.info. Uh, so it's www.intrinsics, and it's N-T-R-I-N-S-X. Dot info give you more about uh, the business, uh, the assessment, and give you an opportunity to email through from there. Or you can really just email me directly at lisa at intrinsics.com. Again, N-T-R-I-N-S-X. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much uh, for taking time out of your, your busy day to meet with us. We do appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity again. Appreciate it. Definitely. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed our interview with Lisa Yankowitz. Here are three takeaways from this week's discussion. First, individualizing your approach to each employee will help you make a better functioning team. Second, using a tool like Intrinsics is a great way to scale your approach. You can identify the needs of each employee on an individual basis. And third, building a culture of respect in the workplace will help you avoid any issues with harassment. Finding out what, what motivates each employee will help you do that. This podcast is brought to you by Biz Library, your online learning partner. For more information, Visit us online at www.bizlibrary.com resources. Every week, we like to spotlight one of the free resources BizLibrary offers to help our listeners master the concepts in our key takeaway. This week, be sure to download our free ebook called Understanding How to Influence the Employee Journey. You can find a link to this ebook in the show notes or on the BizLibrary website on the resources page. If you'd like to appear on the BizLibrary podcast or suggest a topic for discussion, visit us on Twitter at bizlibrary or email us at hannah at bizlibrary.com don't forget to click subscribe leave a rating on itunes and share this episode with friends through social media thanks for listening and until next time i'm Derek smith and i'm hannah brenner see you next week